Welcome to the Successful Hairstylist Podcast, where you can find loyal, high-paying clients, raise your prices, and hit those 10K months in any economic climate. Let's get started. I'm so excited today. We are going to be diving into what to do when you notice that, you know, clients are kind of ghosting. They're not to be seen. You kind of wake up one day and you're like, hey, I haven't seen Cindy in a while. Or you just slowly notice that when you look ahead, you have way less appointments booked than usual. Your money has been going down. Usually that's the first sign, right? It's like, wait, I used to be making this. Now I'm making this. What's going on? And it happens to be that clients end up not coming in. So this can sometimes be literal cancellations or no shows and things like that but often it's a more subtle thing where clients just don't rebook they're like hey um i'll let you know whatever and then you just don't hear from them again and it's the most painful i think when it's our clients that we've known for a really long time right and a lot of times why they ghost why they like leave silently without telling us it's just because they don't want to hurt our feelings. We have this long relationship. So I want to really dive into this today because we are in a busy season now, right? But we are going to be moving into, obviously, the early part of the year is tends to be a slower season. And so I want you guys to have an awareness and tools in order to fight this to keep this going and I want you guys to also be able to be more tapped into your business so that you don't wake up one day and you're like wait I think something's going on like I want you guys to know where your business stands at all times like a true CEO like tapped in so that you can make like more strategic decisions like often we're just in that day-to-day -day grind right like we're just in that day-to-day -day grind Who's coming in today? How can I take care of them? What am I gonna have for dinner when I get home today? Like, that's mostly where we are. So it's like taking that time to really center ourselves in what's happening with our business overall and how can I make it better? How can I improve it? Okay, so before we dive in, I wanted to remind you guys that my Ultimate Stylist Kit is on sale right now for just $33. That's 11 courses for $33 and I'm doing this just through the end of the year. So if you haven't been able to work with me yet or get in on any of my education outside of these free trainings, now is definitely the time. Um, some of you might even be wondering, okay, this sounds cool, but how is this different from luxury client method? And so here's the main difference, okay? If you're like weighing the two, the ultimate stylist kit is a toolbox, okay? So I want you to think of like a toolbox. It has different tools in it that you can pick out when you need them. Where luxury client method is literally a method, a step-by-step -step game plan to double your business in six months. Now, could you double your business with the toolkit in the Ultimate Stylist Kit? Sure, but in luxury client method, it is way more dialed in. You have monthly support and coaching. I give you guys content like it is a totally different experience than the ultimate stylist kit. So I think if you're starting anywhere, I would start there. 
Like I said, it's $33. You get access to so much fun education. Totally get in on that. It is going to be at the link in my bio or for my audio listeners, it's going to be in the show notes. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about getting ghosted y'all. And I think too, where I want to start this conversation is like looking introspectively in terms of have you ever ghosted a service provider, a date, (laughs) a friend, like have you ever ghosted someone? I feel like all of us have it one time or another. And I want you guys to really think about why you did it. Okay. So like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times we do it because we don't want to have the confrontation. Okay. We don't want to have a hard conversation. We're like, you know what? I'm just out. Okay. (laughs) We just go out. Sometimes, um, it's also just because things haven't been where you want them to be and you don't necessarily believe it can get better, right? So sometimes the reason why we don't have the conversation is because we don't feel like we're going to be listened to. We don't feel like we're going to be heard or that the person is actually interested in changing or making an effort. Um, Sometimes we just genuinely want to try something else and we don't know if it's going to be a long-term change. We're just like, I'm kind of bored. I want to try something else. And so I'm just going to jump over here and do that. Um, yes. So I see somebody said they did it with a friend, unnecessary conversation and didn't want to be mean. Absolutely. So that's totally normal. So if we know that like, we're all good people, we all have good hearts and we've done it. That's kind of the place where I want to start this conversation is that like, I don't believe our clients ghost us because they're trying to be mean or because they don't like us or because they think we're bad at our job or anything like that. So I think we have to kind of remove the personal emotions out of it for this topic because this is about business, right? Like we want to show up as CEOs. So if people have kind of good intentions and this is happening, how can we look at it with like, a compassionately critical eye sort of inward and show up better and use it as an opportunity to grow and improve parts of our business that we might not even know aren't working yet. Okay. So the first thing, so I have four different steps for you guys. Okay. The last step is my favorite, (laughs) but I have four different steps for you guys on what to do when you notice you're getting ghosted or even just to prevent getting ghosted, right? You're like, I don't want that to be happening at all. So let's go. Okay. So the first step in what to do is I want you guys to stay plugged in. So here's what I mean. At the end of every month, I want you guys to even put it in your calendar. I want you to have a CEO date with yourself. And of course, during this date, you can do tons of stuff like your finances, your sales, your accounting, like inventory, etc. But what I want you to make specific time for is looking back in your schedule, five, seven, nine weeks, looking back in your calendar and seeing who rebooked, who canceled, who no showed, who's actually due to come in and I haven't seen them. Like a lot of times we lose clients and we have no idea because again, we're just in that day-to-day hustle. We're just in that day-to-day moment with our clients that we don't necessarily like even 
notice, which kind of feels sad when we talk about it, right? It's like, man, that I love that client. I didn't even notice she hadn't come in to see me. So we need to be more plugged in. We need to be looking at our calendar and actually actively, proactively seeing here are the clients that are due to be here and aren't here. Here are the clients who canceled that didn't get rescheduled. Like maybe you forgot to reach out and reschedule them, right? So doing this part alone, I feel like will solve so many issues already. And in terms of like, what to say when you reach out to them. I mean, I think the simplest, the best, right? And just assume that they all do want to keep seeing you. It's not on purpose. They're just busy and just be like, Hey, you're due to come in. Um, would Thursday or Friday work better or would morning or afternoon work, work better, right? So keep it positive, keep it assuming the best, but reaching out to people and actually noticing they're not there is the first step. I think that when somebody does, go somewhere else and try something new. If they never hear from you again, I feel like that's confirmation that like, oh, I thought we were close. I went and I tried this new thing and she didn't even notice that I wasn't here. So I think this already is going to help so much is really being plugged into your business and keeping track of who is ready to come in, okay? And reaching out to them, not being scared to reach out. Maybe you will get people who say, you know, I wasn't very happy with my hair the last time. That's why I haven't been back yet and I didn't want to tell you and I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Now, isn't that good to know? Isn't that good to know information so that not only you have the opportunity to make it right, but so that you can see maybe blind spots that you do have that are happening, which happens to all of us. It doesn't mean you're a bad stylist or you're not talented or you're not worth the prices you're charging or any of that. It literally just means that we're all human beings and sometimes we have a bad day and sometimes we're doing things that we're not super like polished on yet and we're doing our best and sometimes that need, we need a little more support in that area, okay? So stay plugged in. Make time to go back in your schedule and contact those lost clients that haven't been in after coming to see you again, uh, canceled, whatever need to be rescheduled. So that's number one. Now, number two is we now want to look for trends. Okay. This is so important. And I recommend this for like any major thing that's stressing you out in your business. So even if let's say you're having a big season of cancellations, we want to look for trends. If you're having a big season of redos, we want to look for trends. So a lot of times our emotions can get a little tricky and tell us all kinds of stories. So I love to actually get the data so we can make good decisions, right? So are there certain services where your clients tend to not come back? Okay, So an example of this would be like a full balayage client, right? So if they come in and it's a giant um, transformation, and they get a full balayage, is this, you know, do they never come back to you? That would be good to know. Is it a every red you do? When you do a big red 
client? Do they not come back? So we want to look for common services where people might not be coming back. Obviously, if there is a trend, we might just want to invest in some more education for that, right? Or really make it clear that, hey, we specialize in blonding and not redheads, but I have an amazing referral for you or whatever that looks like. But if there's a trend, that's telling us something. Another trend that this could be, and I feel like this is pretty common, is is it new clients who aren't coming back? Okay, is it your new clients who aren't coming back? They come one time, they get that first experience with you, and then they never show up again. Now, that's a really good trend to know. Um, if that's true, how can you really make the follow-up after that guest feel really good? So, of course, really thinking through, like, was the service on point? Did she seem happy when she left? Like, what happened? But what about sending out those thank you cards, right? Sending out those thank you cards after their visit, like a physical piece of mail that's not a bill that's coming in their mailbox and just saying, I love getting to meet you, can't wait for your next appointment, etc." right? So that's like a nice extra step that could make them feel extra cared for. What about giving them new client packages? So in it, it could have a, you know, free conditioning treatment on your second visit or whatever you want to do, but have like little things in there that incentivize them to keep coming back. So we have to look for trends because what happens if we're just like, I'm getting ghosted, this sucks, and then we don't know why or how if there is a pattern so we can actually be working on it. Okay, so that was number two. We're gonna look for trends. Um, do you go over this in your program? Yes, absolutely. So we talk all about, so first of all, in the Ultimate Stylist Kit, which is the $33 11 courses, um, in that, I think Slow Season Fix would be a great one to look at for this. You could also look at um, Add $1,000 Without Adding New Clients. That's a lot about the experience. But in luxury client method, absolutely, we are all about how to make each visit so important, how to make each guest feel like they're really getting that customized experience and everything. So I like, yes, absolutely. This is all covered in there. Okay, so number three is going to be audit your experience for two weeks. Okay, so what I want you guys to do is you could even make a checklist and rate yourself from one to 10 or whatever you wanna do, but I want you guys to intentionally, mindfully audit the experience you're giving your guests for two straight weeks. Now, why two weeks? I think because it allows us to have a flow of our moods, of our energy. It gives us that space to be a human being. Like if we're like, I'm auditing my experience today, it's pretty likely we're just gonna show up and give the most amazing experience and be like, see, I'm amazing. But if we look at it over time, we can actually find maybe some of those spaces where we're not doing the best or where things are awkward. So what I want you to look for when you're doing this audit is when does it feel awkward? Okay, so like we all know what awkward feels like. It's like a tension that comes in the air. We know how to slice it with like a funny joke or whatever. 
But like, when are the moments where it feels awkward? Is it when they first show up? Is it at checkout? Is it when they are, I don't know, you're blowing out their hair and they're not sure of the color yet? Like, when is there those awkward moments? Um, and really noticing them. But I also want you to think about consistency over the two weeks, right? Like, Am I giving a consultation? Am I sending them home with hair care? Like, how is your overall experience? If you have a lot of clients ghosting you or coming once and not coming back, there's a good chance your experience needs to be tightened up, okay? Like, there's a chance here. And you can tell I'm very careful with how I word that because I love you guys and I know that you're already so hard on yourselves. I know you're already so hard on yourselves. You want it to be perfect and all of this stuff, but sometimes we have to just take that accountability and not be in that mindset of like, well, they're not the client for me, right? Which I see online all the time. Oh, well, they weed themselves out, right? There comes a point where we do have to look at what are we doing and how can we make it better? And that's not... Um, self-deprecating that's not self-critical it's just being a smart business owner think about amazon you know walmart target like think about all these massive successful businesses in our culture they're not successful because they're like i don't care if you don't like it they're successful because they're like wait how can i make this better right it was already good they're always just trying to make it a little bit better a little bit better like that is how we should be approaching things so audit your experience um and what i would do for this you might be like what <laughs> does that even look like i want you to think of every element of someone coming to get their hair done starting from driving up to your salon parking when they walk in do they know where to go is it easy to find you? Do they know to wait in their car until you let them know to come in or whatever your vibe is? Do they know where to sit if you're not ready for them? Um, how is the consultation? How is the greeting? Do they know what to wear to the appointment even so that they can feel comfortable? Did you run over on time? Did you think it was gonna take you two hours and it took four hours? Like. Hey, Ren here. Listen, if you are making less than $5,000 a month behind the chair, you need to take my luxury stylist audit. In my free masterclass, I walk you through this audit where you can actually see which areas of your business need more attention to actually see progress. See, the reason why a lot of us don't hit 5K, 8K, 10K months is because we are spending so much time focusing on areas of our business that frankly, aren't doing anything for us, which then leads to burnout, frustration, you know the drill. So end it right now. Jump into my free masterclass. The link is in the show notes. I'll see you in there. I've gone and I've gone and got my hair done and that has happened to me before. So like, did you run over on time? Were you running late for them? Were you running late for your next person? Was the checkout smooth? What parts felt rushed? What parts felt awkward? What parts felt really fun that you could replicate and do again? So this is what I mean, just kind of going through all of these elements and then obviously where we feel like it's 
messy and <laughs> could be better, working on that and tightening those areas up. Okay, so, so far we have number one, stay plugged in. Number two, look for trends. Number three, audit your experience. And then number four, and this is my favorite one that a lot of you will wanna skip, but I want you to go get a service. I want you guys to go be a client somewhere and a true client. This isn't going to your hair bestie, okay? And getting squeezed in, in between clients and fronting yourself out. I want you guys to go another town over, another city over, don't tell them you're a hairstylist, give them your middle name or something like, I want you to go be a real client and get a real service. And I want you to do this with someone who is similar price point or higher than you so that you can see how this feels. Um, what nerves are coming up? How did it feel to know like, oh my God, I'm gonna go spend, you know, $200 today. Like, I hope it's good, right? Like. What comes up as you're going and doing this? You're also going to be able to see and possibly like notice some cool things you're not doing that you could be doing and doing it better, right? How you could make your service better, little touches here and there. You might also notice that sucked, <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, that totally sucked. And then you can feel even more confident about the experience that you are offering. So it's so important that we challenge ourselves to be a client. Now, I would say to do this every quarter or at least twice a year, um, especially around the times where you're contemplating a price increase and things like that. But if you notice a lot of people aren't coming back to you, Go be a client somewhere, see what it's like out there. If you go and it is, you know, it's probably just going to be eye-opening one way or another, but it's important for us to understand like what the experiences are everywhere else, okay? And the reason why I like this to be a city over or a town over is that it's not like we're stealing or replicating what someone else, their magic touch and now we're taking it. It's just so that you can be truly going in blind and like having that full experience of like what is going to happen. And again, I think this will just help you have that empathy and kind of that charisma for those new clients or clients who have only seen you a few times so that you can go the extra mile in terms of putting them at ease, making sure they're not going to have buyer's remorse, all of those things. So I want you to go get a service and go be a client. So let's just, I'll just list these one more time and then I'm going to wrap it up with a couple more points, okay? So we have number one, stay plugged in. Always be looking back at what clients haven't been in in, you know, in five, seven weeks. Who's due to come in and just needs that reminder to get scheduled? Who canceled that you didn't remember to reschedule? who no-showed that you know is a good client that you need to reschedule. Like we need to be always tapped into our business. The second thing we need to do is we need to be looking for trends. Are there certain services like whenever we do a redhead or whenever we do a major transformation of a balayage where clients don't come back and see us? And if there is, how can we take education that will support us in that area and, and make us stronger? 
Is there a trend where new clients are the ones that don't come back and see us? And how can we like give them more incentive, give them more assurance that we're the right stylist for them? Number three is I want you to audit your experience that you're giving your clients for two straight weeks. We want to give it long enough for us to have energy dips and moods that we bring or don't bring into the salon and all of that. Um, what is it like for your clients from beginning to end? Where does it feel awkward and how can you make it better? And then number four is I want you guys to go get a service done. Go be a client somewhere where nobody knows you so that you can see how does my experience stack up to other options out there and am I happy with it? Are there things I can be doing better? And you might even just get brand new ideas on how to make your clients feel like even more comfortable and excited about working with you. So, okay, to wrap all of this up, when it comes to getting fully booked, staying fully booked, all of that, there are two things that are so important. So number one is going to be, we always need to be prospecting and bringing in new clients, okay? Like no matter where you are in your business, getting new clients, whether, you know, once you're fully booked, that probably looks more like a wait list or something like that, but we need to always be bringing in new clients. People are going to go try new things, be bored, like move away, pass away, like, Things happen and the only way to assure our financial income and like future is with always bringing in new clients and knowing exactly how to make that happen. The second thing we need to be doing is always focus, focusing on how to keep our clients happy. Now, some of you might be at a place where you're excited to send out a survey right? Sending out a survey can be a great way to kind of get a pulse on what are people loving about my experience? What are they missing? What's something I could do better? You can make the survey anonymous so that they feel really comfortable sharing like blunt feedback with you. And then that'll give you tons of information. Like that can be a great thing to do even once a year um, just to make sure that you're doing what matters. Sometimes what matters to us as a hairstylist isn't necessarily what even matters to our clients. So we might be doing all of this stuff that isn't even like they don't even notice or care about where if you ask them if you can do a survey, they can show you what's important to them and you can be overly emphasizing those areas, right? And sharpening those areas so that you know maybe um yeah anyway i'm sure you guys get it so a quick survey would be a great way to check in and then obviously following these four steps staying on top of our business don't just be an employee of your business okay we have to remember to not just be an employee of our business and to actually make time for that ceo role where we can be strategic we can be kind of critical compassionately critical um and really look at like what's happening are our sales increasing is our clientele growing is it going down and like actually working on that we get run by our business so often um, I read a book, I believe it's the Profit First book. He talks about how 
eventually he felt like his business was like Frankenstein. Like he created a Frankenstein that was a monster and like totally ruling his entire life. So it's like before it gets to that point, we need to make sure that we're checking in on these things because our clients are what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like if we don't have clients, we don't have a business. If we don't have clients, we don't make money. We can't do the pretty um, extension course that we took. We can't build a clientele. We can't do any of the stuff that we want to do. It's all about the clients. And so I hope that this today has helped to ground you in how to do, like how to deliver an even better experience to new guests and longtime guests, how to keep up better with your business from that CEO standpoint, not just from the hairstylist artist standpoint and all of that. You know, so many people are like, oh, hairstylists are just artists. We're artists, we're artists. And I don't fully agree with that. Like, yeah, we're creative people, but hairstylists are entrepreneurs. Hairstylists are so much more than just an artist or just somebody who's doing hair all the time. Like we have to be these CEOs. And I have a feeling that a lot of you really like the CEO stuff sometimes more than the, like I know a lot of you are like, if only I could pop their head off and just do their hair and then just do the business stuff, I'd be so happy. Um, but yeah, I hope that this has helped you guys get grounded, understand some next steps. I highly recommend going through these steps as we end the year and really looking that over so that as you start January, you're ready to go. So thank you all for coming today. I appreciate you so much and I will see you all next week. Have a good day.